Hi FM, your station of choice since 2008. Welcome back to the Dealing Show, where we connect you through insights, information, and illumination. Well, important information around tobacco, the sale of tobacco, smoking cigarettes, and the question is: Will there be a total ban? On cigarettes and vapes in South Africa, yay or nay? Well, I have Lorraine Governor, um, National Manager and Health Promotion at the Cancer Association of South Africa, to discuss this further. Lorraine, welcome. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Uh, good afternoon, Nikki, and to the listeners. And Nikki, it's lovely to uh, chat to you again on this very, very important topic. Thank you for having cancer on board this afternoon. Oh, it's always a pleasure, Lorraine. Always a pleasure having you on the show. And as you say, something very important. So I was, as I said, twenty percent of the world what tobacco can do, and in South Africa, Lorraine, you've probably got these statistics as well, but. The good news is that there has been a slight decline. From 2019, it was 20.4% of South Africans down to now 20.3%, Lorraine. So since then, we've had COVID. There was the ban on tobacco. I think some people may have given up. What do you think? And just from your trends and what you see, what do you think the reason is that there has been a slight reduction in the amount of people smoking here in South Africa? Thank you uh, for that question, Nikki. Um, so the recent um, uh, survey that was done, um, it was done in 2021, and it's called the Global Adult Tobacco Survey. It's the GATT survey. Okay. Uh, shows that the South, South Africa still has a huge burden in terms of tobacco use. With 12.7 million, which is 29.4% of the country's adults aged 15 years or older, still using tobacco in one form or the other. Now, this is the highest of any country in the region, and uh, it's a critical alert for government to start to prioritize um, and start addressing the issues around this tobacco epidemic. The survey, Nikki, was carried out by the South African Medical Research Council, and it's just uh, it was launched um, earlier this a few months ago, and it carries important statistics of the incidence and prevalence in our country currently. Wow. It's quite wow. alarming. Yeah, yeah, that is alarming, and certainly not, I mean, what I spewed out there was rather promising, but what you're saying is not promising at all. And and, and Lorraine, as I said, it, it, it boggles the mind when one knows. I mean, if we look at advertising now and – um, I know that they want to take it one step further and just have, um, uh, you know, just awful pictures or, or no pictures on, on the packaging and, and it's so much more expensive and it's not as readily available and you can only smoke in certain areas. And yet there are these numbers and people are smoking, Lorraine. And for you at the, um, uh, Cancer Association of South Africa, that must be alarming because you experience firsthand the damage that smoke Smoking um, can cause definitely, Nikki. Um, each year, over eighty-six thousand South Africans are diagnosed with cancer, and this is according to the National Cancer Registry. We all know that some of these cancers are unreported. You know, not every every cancer oh. is recorded on the registry. Lung cancer is a major cause of cancer deaths in South Africa. You, you know, and uh, when you talk about uh, the prevalence and incidence of tobacco, Nikki, I'm sure you've seen this as well. Just looking around, the youth in our country engaging with e-cigarettes and vaping, 
you, mm-hmm. you don't even need the stats to show you that. It's mm-hmm. what we see. I'm sure you've ex- you've exposed it. Yeah, it's frightening. Them. It's frightening. Yeah. And I'm sure there are many parents who are listening right now and they're as concerned because it is. It is it's so prevalent. It's it's very scary. Definitely. So going back to, to cancer, um Nikki, do you mind if I take a few minutes just to explain to the listeners how this whole how it works, what happens? Why do we think, okay, so if I'm smoking, I'm gonna get cancer or maybe I won't get cancer? Uh, uh, do we have a few minutes to talk about it? Of course, please go ahead. Very important. Thanks, Lorraine. Okay, thank you. So remember that um, our body is made up of cells and we need our cells for the functioning of our body, our organs and everything that goes on with it. Now, as we age um, and also sometimes due to environmental factors, there's changes in these cells. Now, these cells are made up of DNA. Now, DNA has got codes in terms of growth and how we want the body to function. Now, when we smoke, it actually changes the DNA in our body because now it's an external environmental uh, uh, factor that's now imposing and changing the recipe of how this gene must work. This this code now sees this as a foreign factor and it doesn't know how it should work. And as a result, it starts to replicate. And when it starts to replicate, it starts to form abnormal cells. So initially, we look at this as precancerous. But as the cancer, as the cells start to grow and spread, we then say it now becomes cancerous. So when we think about cancer, we at the Cancer Association, we don't only see people who smoke um, being, coming in with lung cancer. If you think about a smoker, Nikki, when you start smoking, where does that cigarette initially go? It goes to your lips. It goes to your tongue. It goes to your mouth. It goes internally, your esophagus, your bronchus. All are, all those areas are actually exposed. Smoking is responsible for over 12 to 15 different types of cancer. And that's a huge, huge uh, thing. Now, not only about the, the, the cancer cells, we also see, I mean, I work, um, I'm based in Durban and we have a care home. I see patients coming in and they are still smoking. Often they don't know that smoking has an impact in terms of your treatment as well. Remember, we need oxygen for our cells to grow. When we smoke, we are not allowing that oxygen to go in. And as a result, it's affecting the treatment that we are using. And and it defeats the purpose of having the treatment if we're going to continue to smoke while we're having the treatment. So I just touched a little bit about the, the disease process and how hope it has helped. Yeah, no, absolutely, Lorraine. And yet, you know, people are addicted to smoking and it's very difficult. And there's this physical addiction and then there's a psychological addiction. It's a, it's a big thing to give up smoking. We know how challenging it was during COVID, um, when there was this ban. And of course, then you had this black market emerging. And so, you know, the government is now being forced to introduce more and more and more laws restricting smokers to try and ensure that less people smoke. I suppose, Lorraine, because it's, as I said, it's, it's not an easy thing to, to, to give up. So let's talk about this, this um, bill that was, I think it was tabled in 2018, um, the Tobacco Products and Electronic Delivery Systems Control Bill, and it's going to Parliament now. Perhaps you can just tell us a little bit about this bill and how, how things would change. 
Yeah, definitely. Um, I, I think, you know, it is, it is a breakthrough, uh, uh, for our country, uh, because the bill now has been, um, to cabinet and it's been passed and it's about to go to parliament now. Um, so, you know, it's not doom and gloom, <laughs> uh, but what, what are, the important message is, is it's about regulation. And before I touch on the bill, I, I want to say to people, we must not forget that nicotine is a drug, as you also yeah. mentioned, Nikki. So yeah. our huge concern is uh, regulation um, of the tobacco products um, that will come as a result of the bill once it's being passed. So um, having said that, we want e-cigarettes to be regulated because it is not a safer option. It is not a harm reduction option. At the end of the day, it has nicotine and our youth and the younger people are becoming addicted to nicotine, uh, which is a drug. And when the e-cigarettes is not available, they are definitely going to be switching to cigarettes. So we, we want to see a hundred percent smoke free indoor and certain outdoor places. This is what the bill is proposing. And um, so when you think about uh, 100% smoke-free uh, public uh, places, both indoor and outdoor, what does this mean? When you go into a restaurant, you have a, a room where people can go in and smoke. Now, if you're a waiter in that restaurant, you need to go and serve that customer. You are getting exposed to to that smoke. Yeah. Uh, we, we, we also have, you know, so many people calling us and writing to cancer, appealing I live in a home and, um, you know, my spouse smokes and he doesn't want to listen to me. You know, the children are being exposed and, and there's poor control. So, you know, we really want to ensure that more South Africans take note of the seriousness of secondhand smoke. It, it has um, alarming um, disease consequences as well. Plain or standard, standardized packaging for tobacco and nicotine products. Um, 80% of smokers say that, that they notice the, the current textual health warnings on cigarettes. So we, we want to make sure that, you know, people actually, uh, you know, uh, notice this. Uh, so plain or standardized packaging will definitely help in terms of the messaging that, that needs to go to people. Um, and then, you know, we also see a lot of people using car and, uh, you know, um, all of those products. So we, we want people to become more aware of that as well. Regulation of e-cigarettes. That's another point that, that this bill will talk to. And then removal of point of sale advertisements and, and marketing. You know, you still go to the kiosk. Uh, you'll go to a street kiosk and you'll see cigarettes out there, uh, which is quite enticing. Uh, so we want that to be removed. Uh, we want uh, to see uh, the bill will also propose uh, for removal of vending machines. Now, Nikki, you know that um, sometimes when you go into um, certain areas like um, a hotel, there's a vending machine there and you can get your cigarettes from the vending machine. This poor control, it means anyone can get hold of it. So we want to see that also removed. And this is what the bill also talks talks about. Hmm. Fantastic. Thanks for explaining that, Lorraine. Let's take a quick break. Um, and yeah, we'll come back and just see how far and, and what the next step is um, in terms of, of this bill. So we'll be right back. Hi FM 101.9 megahertz of life. 
Well, welcome back to the DL Link Show, where we connect you through insights, information, and illumination. Lorraine Governor um, of the Cancer Association is with us today. Um, we're talking about um, the tobacco laws in South Africa. We're talking about e-cigarettes. We're talking about this new bill that should be passed and the impact that it's going to have. Lorraine very clearly outlined um, the dangers of smoking, the dangers, of course, to our health and um, secondhand smoking and that really is an issue and so that this this bill is is going to put an end to that um Lorraine so if you go to a restaurant the, you, you're not even going to have a designated area where you can smoke apart from as you said the marketing and the advertising is going to change but that really is going to be the impact of this bill and also that these e-cigarettes the vaping is not going to be allowed as well Lorraine let me ask you this um I mean sometimes when you go to hotel a, a restaurant you've got these i don't know what the right word is are they bubblies are they where everyone passes around and they smoke and it's this kind of flavored i don't i don't know what it is actually lorraine but it's very much part of a culture in certain restaurants is with is are those e-cigarettes are they would that be banned so uh, you're talking about the hubbly bubbly um there we go hubbly bubbly thank you yeah or you some some people know know it as the hookah pipe um, and all of that. So actually, that is also um, should be controlled uh, from our current legislation without even the new bill coming into place. But there's okay. been poor control in terms of that. And and people often think that it is a safer method because, um, you know, you're just uh, having, um, you're putting in um, a product through your mouth and it's not going to affect you. But the sad thing, Nikki, is that the quantity of um, the, the the nicotine that's in it is is not regulated. You know, you can have so many different types of um, uh, a higher volume of the liquid nicotine liquid that you you are taking in um, because it's not really controlled. Now you don't really feel the immediate effect of it uh, because of all the flavorants. Like e-cigarettes, it's so mm. it tastes nice. Um, it's enticing in terms of the way it looks. It looks cool because everyone's using it, but very few people know about the harm of it. The fact that that liquid, you know, people can use any amount of nicotine in it. Can you imagine one pull is equivalent to a whole lot of cigarettes, like hundred cigarettes at one, you know, f- uh, from the pack. It's it's much stronger. That's the message I want to say to people. Sure. It is not a better method. It's not a safer method. The other huge control is tuberculosis is a huge problem in our country. Nikki, I'm sure you've heard of it. And um, of when people start using the hookah and the hubbly bubbly. That mouthpiece is not always, uh, you know, changed. If it's like from one friend to the next, it's being passed on. And therefore, the exposure to diseases as a result of that is even greater. The exposure to tuberculosis uh, also is greater. And with any cigarette, the fact that, you know, it can affect your immune system, it's changing the DNA in your, in your, in your, in your cells. It exposes you to Lots of other diseases, not only, you know, cancer, you, you can get so many other chronic illnesses, stroke and heart attacks and it's, it's, it's huge. So, um, hubby bubbly is not a safer option. 
And the mm. sad thing, we, we see families using it. We see children using it. But it, it shouldn't be used uh, by people under the age of 18, like cigarettes. You know, all of that needs to be controlled. E-cigarettes as well in the new um, tobacco legislation will be controlled. The fact that it's so readily available now, you just walk into a store and you can get it. We've had, you know, parents complaining, why isn't this controlled? I can't take this away from my child. My child is 12 years old and he's going to the shop and he's buying it. And, you know, you, you, you give your child money because you want them to buy food and, you know, things like that when they're in university, but they're going out and using it for other things. And parents don't have control over that. So we want it to be regulated. We're not saying it's not going to be available. It will, but not to people under the age of 18. Okay. So regulation, regulation. So when, how's it looking? I mean, it was first tabled in 2018. Um, we're now in 2022. How far are we? What, what are the steps forward? So the good news is, um, you know, it's just been, uh, after a lot of, uh, there was a lot of, it was out for public comment and then there was a lot of submissions. You know that we are, we are fighting a mighty industry, Nikki. Yeah, <laughs> yeah a billion dollar industry. So there was a lot of submissions. Uh, and at the end of the day, we live in a democratic society where everyone has the right to say what they need to. So government had to go through a process of looking at all the submissions. What were the comments? What was the people for and against? What were the concerns that they raised? How can we address it? Is it legit? Um, so all of that processes went through. It went through to um, cabinet and they've given the go ahead. It's a, quite a few years, long awaited. And now it's going to go to parliament. And we're hoping that perhaps by the, the early next year that uh, the, the bill will be passed and our our country can have a safer environment. And Nikki, when we talk about health, imagine the, the economy, the cost of the economic burden on treated on treating tobacco related illnesses and diseases uh, once this bill is passed it will definitely help those that are undergoing all of these illnesses and um the thing is they are it's it's not difficult you touched on on uh, cessation and people wanting to quit many of the people that we've interviewed and that come to us say i just decided to quit and it helped some people may need further help like nicotine patches, uh, you know, going through support groups. Um, there, there are many uh, other programs available out there. And if you want me to talk about it, I'm, I'm happy to do that. Well, unfortunately, we're out of time, Lorraine. But um, do you have this information on your website? Yes, definitely. Uh, so there's two things I want to leave quickly, two seconds. So people can go to our website, which is www.cancer, which is C-A-N-S-A dot org dot Z-A, or call our toll-free number, which is 0800-226622, or call the National Council Against Smoking. They have a quick line. So, you know, there's so much of, of so much out there on our website we have uh, the kick butt system which is a series of emails that people can log on to that will help and support you oh lorraine we've lost you we seem to have lost lorraine Sorry. oh there you're back lorraine you're back you're oh, back okay all right did y'all get the yes yes we got it and 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 i thank you for that and i think it's so important to have that kind of support because as we've said 
it's it's not easy to give up and uh, to know that you're not alone and to know that you're supported in the process because ultimately what we, we want is for people to be healthy um and to people for people and our children our young teenagers to refrain from harming themselves through smoking and through e-cigarettes and we've now heard from these hubbly bubblies as well so Lorraine thank you so much thank you for your time and I look forward to chatting again soon and hopefully with the good news and the good news will be it's been passed thank you we look forward to your support (laughs) thanks Lorraine take care bye Bye-bye. Lorraine Govender, um, National Manager of Health Promotion for the Cancer Association of South Africa. And so beautifully explained. And please do visit the website and the, the toll-free numbers. And just this, again, I'm going to say support. It's not easy and to, to give up smoking on, on so many levels. But Lorraine outlined the danger that you're doing, you know, to yourself and to others as well. 